Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's News Radio. All right, just get right to calls. We are getting your reaction to what the U.S. Supreme Court did today, overturned the decision Roe versus Wade, which had stood for over 49 years. Back to the calls we go. Going to go to Bill in Danvers. Bill, next on Nightside. Welcome. Hi, Dan. Uh, you know, um, a decision like this, or most stuff, I think it's better if, if uh, the people that live in the various community or state, uh, that they have people that they are closest to, which is their state reps and governors, uh, you know, I mean, why should you have a big, strong central government uh, basically tailoring it for everyone when we're such a big country with basically states almost the size of some countries and uh, let the people there decide on what they want to do? I mean, you know, California... They'll have unlimited abortion, and they'll probably have it up until the kid's basically ready to be born. And uh, Gavin Newsom out there, uh, you know, he basically wants to be abortion mecca. I mean, that'll be at least one industry he has. He's losing all the other industries in the state. They're fleeing with the job. I, I, thought, I, did, and, uh, I thought I heard today that California actually, um, there was some sort of a proposal out there to that they would help to pay for people who needed funds to travel to California in order to secure an abortion, which to me was a tremendous imposition on taxpayers. I, I don't know if that was just an idea that was being floated or something that has a serious chance of passing. Well, you know, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me because, I mean, they they, they handed it out and, you know, the, the policies that they promote, you know, is, is, and I heard on your newscast that people in L.A., they're all screaming and the big protests. But it's like they live it in a, uh, I don't know, a fantasy world because most of the places that are protesting tonight and they're going crazy and howling at the moon out there, uh, it's not going to affect them. I mean, they'll be able to go down next month and have one or pursue whatever. And, uh, you know, people there, you know, the, the laws, some states may be the 15 weeks, uh, some states may be something else. But, I mean, I think overall it's not going to change the overall number. And um, abortions may even go up because you'll be able to have them later because I'm sure Massachusetts and New York and the East Coast cities and the Northeast will be, you know, they, 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 they will be able to help themselves. They'll go so far overboard, it'll be, you know, unfortunately, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, I, I, I you know, looking at, looking at kids and just, you know, I, I believe it's life from the beginning personally. You no, know I understand. I, mean? I, I understand. So you're lot, very happy with today's you know? decision. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, turn it back to the people and let them decide. Now, you know, if, it's, if a particular state and community, that's what they decided to do. Now, if you go down to Mississippi, and that's where this case originated from, they feel something different, and uh, they're going to express that with the people that they're voting for that's representing them, and if they don't do what they leave, they'll vote them out, or, you know, and that's fine, and that's really the way it should be. And, it's like you live in a state, you don't like the tax rates of what's going on, and it's a high cost of living, you make an adjustment. 
you know, I mean, you yeah, know. Yeah, it's a big and, adjustment, you know, though, if you have to move, that's for sure. I mean, when you think about it. Very well, I know that. I, yeah. But I'm just saying, I use that as an example. I mean, you know, we're fortunate in America that, you know, we, we you can make decisions and you don't have a, a structure that's so rigid. And we have a constitution with the basic principles, and then we can kind of fill it in as we go along. You got it. on what you want. You got it. Well, I, I think you're, you're pretty happy with, with the result today, and you've articulated it well, as always. Bill, appreciate your call. We'll talk again, okay? Great. Thank you very much, Dan. Thank Bye-bye. you, my friend. We're going next to Tom in Lynn. Tom, we're going to catch up here with you. I apologize for the delay. Go right ahead, Tom. Dan, I'm mad. I'm very mad. Okay. I got, I got three points. Sure, go right One, ahead. You got a woman called advertising herself as a practicing Catholic. She's about as much of a practicing Catholic as Nancy Pelosi. She wants to know what's going to happen to the kids after they're born. Bonnie Frank used to say something like that. Coming from him, it was gratuitous. Coming well, from he, used person, to, he, used to say, he used to say that right-to-lifers uh, only cared about the circumstances of children right. before they were born and then did nothing to help them after they were born. That was a right. you know, so the woman, Barney the Frank. woman said something essentially the same thing. And coming from a yeah. Catholic, that's, board, as far as I'm concerned, that's borderline heresy. Okay, she wants to know what's going to happen to the kids? Call Catholic Charities. If they don't help you call mass citizens to life, they can point you in the right direction. If Let me ask, well, I've got to ask you a question here for a second. I'm, just, I'm not trying to give you a hard time. What percentage of Catholics, there's a recent poll that was done by Pew Research, I have it in front of me, it's fascinating. I, in terms I heard of, you say it, I don't know, go ahead. Well, what percentage of Catholics, according to this poll now, do you think believe that abortion, again, according to the poll question, should be legal in all or most cases? I don't know, all I can tell you is me, it's zero. Okay, I'm sure it is. 56% of the people who you go to church with uh, disagree with you, which is interesting to me because one of the uh, cornerstones of the Catholic Church is the right to life, all of that. So um, only 42% agree with you that it should be illegal in all and in most cases. Now, again, these polls are tough. You what? You're taking me off topic. No, I'm not. Go ahead. You go back on. I thought we're still talking about abortion and and, and Catholic religion. Go ahead. Okay, so the woman was wrong, number one. Wrong. Number two, she's well, talking wrong about in your idea. in your view, Tom. I mean, again, you know that. You, okay. I, yeah. No. Go. Go ahead. I just want to make okay. sure that that you know that, that that she's not the only Catholic that feels that way. Go. That's what I was talking about. Go ahead. Okay. So now she's talking about IVF. I have three boys. Two of them, thanks to um, Boston IVF and Brookline. I don't mean. I don't remember. I think I don't know if I had Blue Cross or Harvard Pilgrim at the time. Yep. But the insurance paid for it. It was very expensive, as I recall, but the insurance paid for it. Great. The woman was wrong again. Two strikes in my league. You get two strikes, you're out. <laughs> now, number three. Number three. Well, I'm not yeah. sure that every uh, – I guess what I'm trying to say on this one, Tom, give a little break there because I'm not sure that every insurance company does that. Blue Cross Blue Shield is a pretty solid company, as you know. I don't know what, what company you were working for, but you were you were blessed. I happen to have Blue Cross Blue Shield through my wife's plan, so um, I think we're both very blessed to have Blue Cross Blue Shield. Go right ahead. What's what's your third well, Okay, point? now number three, so it's going to be a bloodbath. Come November, come November – Dental records are not going to be enough to identify these liberal bedwetters. That's all I got to say. Thank you. <laughs> You're speaking metaphorically, I'm sure, right? Have a yeah. great night.
Good night. We'll take a break. We're coming right. It's interesting. There's a lot of passion out there. If you're passionate, fine. If you're not, either way, give us a call. The only line that's open right now is the one that Tom vacated, 617-254-1030. I don't think I got a good night from Tom, but that's okay. Let's keep rolling. Coming back on Nightside. Now back to Dan Ray, live from the Window World Nightside Studios on WBZ News Radio. We're catching up a little bit here. We with the news break, people had to wait a little bit. Let's go to Tom in Gardner, Massachusetts, or as we call it, the Chair City. Tom in Gardner, Massachusetts. Hey, Tom. Hi, Dan. How you doing? I'm a first time caller. Whoa! We get a quick round of applause from our virtual studio audience for, for Tom from Gardner. Thank you very much, Tom. Appreciate it. You regular listener too, I hope. I listen to you every night. I love the talk show. Thank you. Well, well, thanks for calling in. What's your take on today? And I hope this uh, this is not your last call. I hope I hope this starts a series of calls. Go right ahead. Uh, I think it will. Um, I fully support and believe the decision today was the right thing to do. Okay. With the Supreme Court decision. Yep. Um, and the reason why I believe that is since the 1970s, uh, when Roe uh, Wade went in. Um, the medical field has come such a very long way with technology. I mean, we know things today that we didn't even think of, you know, back when this decision was made. Oh, yeah. One, um, one of the um, the callers, I think it was Esther last hour, was talking about sonograms and, and what you can see. And, and that's part of it, too. The medical field has has grown so much and so much more we know. Um, both in terms of birth and also in terms of abortion. Now people get their abortions by not going to a back alley or not going to a doctor's office. They get pills in the mail. 50, 50 to 55% of abortions now are done pharmaceutically. Yeah, I was blown away when you shared that earlier. Yeah. Um, just, you know, I just, I believe in uh, life from the beginning, and I'm just a solid uh, supporter of, you know, the, this new decision. Do you think um, it's going to have an impact in how you vote going forward or no? Yes, definitely. Really? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I think it will become it will become one of the important issues of the um, the fall race, not only here but elsewhere. I believe it will, and I believe there's you know many other things. Uh, I think people are beginning to wake up to what's going on in the country. And I really strongly believe most of the people I talk to do not like the the, the uh, direction that we have been heading in. So I believe there's going to be some uh, big-time changes come election. Yeah, well, today there was a lot of frustration and anger out there today. Uh, Maxine Waters, I want to play a soundbite. She's um, a very emotional member of Congress. She's um, she, she can really get wound up. Um, this is a cut 85. I want you to respond to Maxine Waters. Cut 85, please, guys. You see this turnout here? You ain't seen nothing yet. Women are going to control their bodies no matter how they try and stop us. The hell with the Supreme Court. We will defy them. Women will be in control of their bodies. And if they think black women are intimidated or afraid, they got another thought coming. Black We will be out by the millions. We're going to make sure we fight for the right to control our own bodies. Thank you. It's going to get um, it's going to get a lot of passion out there, Tom. You know. Yeah, I know. You know, one of the things I'm disturbed about is our politicians. You know, it seems like 
uh, instead of like really supporting an issue and having a lot of positive uh, support for it, you know, they're becoming more like an activist, you know, and they, and they just like rile people up. And instead of people, um, you know, uh, instead of people protesting, it's becoming more of like a rioter type society. Yeah. And that's troubling because, you know, like, when we saw all the uh, riots going on on the West Coast, you know, the last few years, it's just like originally it was supposed to be a protest, and I support protesting. I mean, it's their, their, their constitutional right. But when you start destroying people's property or def- defacing their property, that's no longer protesting. That's rioting. And right, that and, and, and the thing that's interesting is that when the January 6th uh, protest turned into a riot, and... Uh, uh, the Democrats were very outspoken against that. Um, a lot of the Republicans didn't speak out against it. And yet, in the summer of 2020, when there was a lot of rioting going on around the country, the Republicans were talking about that. The Democrats, it's almost like you know Maxine Waters, for example. Um, I'm sure she was appalled by what happened on January 6th. And yet, here she's now saying, you know, to the Supreme Court, you know, we don't care about, you know, you can't. They can't have it both ways. Oh, I agree. I agree. And that's part of the problem with the country. I think, you know, it's so divided right now. You know, it's it, it's really, in some ways, it's very shameful to see what's going on in this country. To at see at that least the president that, today, um, for the first time, said, please keep it peaceful. I wish he had had told Merrick Garland, you make sure those protesters stop violating federal law, protesting at Supreme Court justices' private homes. Tom, I, I loved your oh, first call. I, I agree. I agree. I loved your first call. I'm looking forward to call number two from Tom from for Tom from Gardner. Okay. All right. Thank you, Dan. Have a great night. You too. Thanks, Tom. Let me go to JoJo in New Hampshire. JoJo, how are you tonight? Hi, Dan. Doing well here. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing great, JoJo. Um, you're up in in New. Where, what town in New Hampshire? I live in Whitefield, New Hampshire. Whereabouts is that? I know New Hampshire pretty well, and I I can't place that on a map. Where where's that? Uh, so if you know Littleton, it's right next door. Oh yeah, I know Littleton. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So what's your thought on this decision today, the Supreme Court decision? Uh, to be honest with you, with sight, um, I just think this is the removal of a huge, long time national stain. Um, this was just something that you know we never really even believe i'm not even sure i hate this i'm almost ashamed to say it i'm i didn't really have faith that this could happen that they could ever turn this around and to me it's, it's a bit of a miracle really yeah i w- i'm very surprised to be honest with you that um I did not feel it would ever be overturned. I felt that that there would be medical uh, advancements which would change abortion and all of that and probably move it back the mississippi i I felt the the Mississippi case had a pretty good chance to be uh, to be supported by the court but um it was uh it it was a <sighs> A, a sweeping decision today and of course we heard about it on May second when the decision was leaked and even with that having been leaked the the draft uh decision you know the 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 draft of the draft opinion i should say it still was surprising when you heard it at least it was for me this morning it was sort of like wow that's a that is a landmark decision 
Just as yeah, Roe versus you know, Wade was when, when it came down. I remember I was in law school at the time uh, when that came down. That was a landmark decision, which, of course, now um, is, at least for now, put in the, the dustbin of history with Plessy versus Ferguson and the Dred Scott decision. Absolutely. I believe it's right up there. And I don't know if anyone's mentioned this yet or not, but the, uh, the original woman... Um, Jane Rowe, you know, who's... Yeah, her name is know, Norma, Norma name. McCorvey. Her name was Norma McCorvey, yeah. Yes, yes. I, I, I remember it was an Irish name. I couldn't remember exactly what it was. Um, but she is, you know, she has since um, been a huge pro-life. She said what, what she was involved in as, as a kid yeah. Um, yeah. was a huge mistake. And she's repented of that. You know, I mean, we all have to repent of... Uh, yeah, by, by the way, I think uh, she I think she has passed away. Um, um, she. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, if I'm not, I'll double check that during the break here. But I'm pretty sure that um, you know the the she, she was uh, she was the Jane Doe. Um, uh, uh, in, uh, That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and she uh, was Roe. Ro, excuse me. She was she was not Jane Doe. She was uh, Roe. And Henry Wade was in Roe versus Wade. Wade was the prosecutor in Dallas, Texas. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, that sounds exactly right. And um, I don't know. You know, it's just uh, it's it's one of these things that um, for some reason I thought something was going to happen that you know it wouldn't get done. Um, but I think what they did, getting back to your point, was that they they and it was smart what they did. They kind of slow rolled this whole thing. I think to take a little of the energy out of it as far as the pushback. Maybe, maybe we'll have to see. By the way, she passed away. Um, Norma McCorvey passed away in February of 2017, so she's been gone five years. Wow. Well, I'm just I'm happy she, uh, you know, like like all of us, we all come to our senses and realize we made mistakes, and she didn't. She was outspoken about it. Yep. And, um, you know, of course, that never got any media attention, of course. No, it got me near attention. I certainly knew about it. Um, you know, again, I think that that her moment, uh, you know, the the 50, as they say, the fifteen minutes of of great fame occurred when she was finally um, came forward uh, at some point, uh, and when she came forward, she was saying that she regretted her decision, as uh, as you've uh, acknowledged. Jojo, have you called me before? I never remember talking to a Jojo from New Hampshire. A uh, long time ago, when uh, I was living in Mass, I, I called into the show on uh, on a different subject. It's been a while, to okay. be honest with you, well, Dan. Well, do me but a favor. I don't know how long it's been, but jo- JoJo, but make the next call to Nightside a, a, a little, <laughs> little closer in terms of time, okay? All right. <laughs> Thanks, Thank man. Taking, I appreciate you appreciate listening. It. Thanks. Have a good one. Right, God bless. Good night. All right, we're going to keep rolling here. We got um, Joseph and Rich and Eileen and Jay and Diane, and uh, the only line was open has just filled. My suspicion is we will forego our normal 20th hour on a Friday night, um, and we will talk about this until midnight. Um, I'm very uh, pleased with most of the calls tonight. They've been very civil. Uh, this is an opportunity to understand here in North America's back porch. All points of view are welcome uh, and hopefully uh, treated with respect. Back on Nightside after this. It's Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's news radio. For the gig, Nicole, never heard of. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, what's your gig? I'm a superintendent. All right, let's keep rolling here. We're going to go next to... 
Diane in Bill Ricca. Hey, Diane, you are next on Nightside. Welcome. Hi, it's Bruce Ferry. I know who this is. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes I don't know. How good? But, how good um, was chocolate? How good was was that chocolate event that you worked at? I never got over there last weekend. No, it's till September twenty third. Oh, then I'll I'll make it there at some point. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's um, they're restructuring it. We had a couple of hiccups, so. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. July 7th, I think it's going to start back again. Can but I order something we'll from the, Can Can you order chocolate from there or no? No, no, it's more like for kids. It's like the Instagram and the selfies. And oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, well then yeah, maybe yeah. I won't be bothered. Maybe I no, won't be bothered. Yeah, like if it gets better, I'll let you know. Okay, good, 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 good. But what's yeah, your What's your take yeah, on the decision today? Well, I'm I'm happy for the decision, and I don't know what all the uproar is. Um. Like, it's going into the state's hands, and if you don't like what your state's doing, you get on your Congress people's backs, and you, you change things. Well, you get, right? on your, you, you get on your state legislators' back, your state reps or your state right. senators, um, right. and, and if you're in one of those states where it becomes illegal or is now illegal, uh, and as I said, it's about 55% of abortions are now done pharmaceutically. Which means yes. that the the old you know a, a lot of the abortion clinics around the country had been closing because, again, modern medicine has kind of overtaken what you know the abortion doctors used to be able need to do surgically. Now people just order this stuff in the mail. Right, and and what I don't get is like like when I first moved from uh, New York, um, I was in Boston, then New Hampshire. New Hampshire didn't do it; you had to go to Massachusetts, and you know, like so. And what I don't get is why isn't anybody teaching abstinence and safe um, protecting yourself? And yeah, well, you know, yeah. like a lot of girls use this as a form of birth control too. Well, yeah, um, I, I mean, look, I I think that. People will be people, and um, 
you know, uh, thing, things things go wrong. Things happen, right? I mean... <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I know that. I had my daughter at 16, and my community all got together, and it worked out, and look at me, and look at her, and, you know, I'm one of the ones that made it and stuff, and, yeah. you know, you put into it... You, you might live long enough to be a great-grandmother then at that point. Uh, yeah, I know, right? My granddaughter's already eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so, but, like, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, like, I I just, maybe I don't understand it the way that I should, you know, but I just think people are, you know, like, getting all the protesters and everything again. It's like, well, when we were getting vaccinated, we didn't have a choice on our bodies. Like, you know, like, but nobody said nothing about that. No, well, I I think again that that back in those days, though, a lot of people were saying things like, um, you know, I I I want to have a choice. Um, but again, it was funny because a lot of the people now who are very much pro-choice in terms of abortion were 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 probably more. In some cases, people were consistent, but in other cases, people were saying, well, no, you don't have a choice because that affects other people. You might infect me or you might infect my grandmother. Um, and, of course, the argument on abortion, as you know, is that, hey, there's more than one person involved in this. There's, there's a person and there's a potential person or however you want to describe right. a human being. So. Right, and Right, and if you want to say that, like, so, like, what if the baby is a woman? So you're taking away that woman's right by aborting her. Yeah. You know, like, I, I just, like, I'm just so, like, I'm glad, and I, I think it's right to put it back in the state's hands, you know, and I, I think people got to sit down with their kids more, and it's not even the young generation that's doing, like, getting the abortions. It's more... Between like I would want to say like twenty five and thirty five, it's it, you know they're kind of a little older and should know better. I, I feel. Yeah, I haven't looked at those numbers um, specifically to be honest with you, but uh, I, I do think that when you look at the the breakdown, the the younger group uh, is overwhelmingly in favor of abortion, and as you get older, you know older people will. Um, will will react you know differently over over time yeah. um we're still we're still a very divided uh very yeah. divided country um on this yeah. issue yeah. Um, you know there's this pure research poll there's this pure research poll that I've quoted earlier and when you you walk down when you work down the poll and you go through religious affiliation party identification when you get down to um uh, even to to gender um uh, genders, interestingly enough, in that um, women basically say it should be about 63% of women say legal in all or most cases. 36% agree with you, say illegal in all or most cases. But amongst men, it's 58%. So there's not a huge difference between men and women, but there is a huge difference when you get to ages and things like that. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. It is, it is, it is. All right, Diane, great to hear your voice. We will talk soon, okay? Yes, yes. yes. Have a great weekend. You too, you too. And hopefully, did that baby come yet? Still waiting. Still waiting. Still waiting. Maybe this weekend, you know, or next week. We'll we'll see. Let's. I just want to make sure yes. that, that my uh, new um, grandchild is healthy. Um, that's all I yes, care. Yes, yes, yes. That's the main thing. That's the main. Well, well everybody healthy. But, Absolutely. Well, you have Abs a great weekend. Thanks, Diane. And talk to you soon. Absolutely. Okay. Talk to you later.
Good night. Okay. Good night. Let me go to Joseph and Lynn. Joseph, next on Nightside, go right ahead. Hi, Dan. Thanks for taking my call. I think this is a good decision. Uh, I think that the only time abortion should be allowed if the baby was going to be harmed. If you don't want your child, then you can give it up. You know, I don't like this where we have laws and then we keep changing them around like 50 years from now. We may be back to the abortion way again. I know it sounds crazy, but maybe we should, in a way, get rid of democracy and make it once we get good laws, like we did have a good economy, whether you like or dislike yeah. Trump before, and now this president's changed, and then Trump's going to fix it, and then later on, if someone gets in who's crooked, well, that's, what's, that's what democracies are all about, Joseph. I know. I mean, that's you know, the and problem. either you either have a democracy, it's kind of like being pregnant. Either you're pregnant or you're not. Either you have a real democracy, which I think we still do, or you yeah. don't. And I don't want to mess around with any other form of government. Well, <laughs> and what about a republic, Dan? The Republicans say this is a republic. And well, well, I, well, uh, uh, well. A republic represent means a representative democracy. That's what a republic. Okay. Is. So, for example, know, the, so for example, yeah. we we don't have your pure Greek democracy where everybody votes. Okay. You do have, for example, the New England town meetings and all of that where everybody gets a chance to vote. But you elect a representative to go to Congress, or or you, yeah. you and your neighbors in your congressional district. Yeah. Um, so I do. I do want to say another thing on absence. I have mixed feelings. I mean, people are going to do what they're going to do. Yes, you can teach them how to protect themselves and maybe stimulate themselves. Maybe they don't have to have sex if they don't want to. But people eventually are going to do it, and we just have to work with it. I think you know. But I think that's why a lot of these problems, because we are basic needs. And you find someone you like, eventually, you know, you're going to have a relationship. I think that's what people uh, need yep. to realize. And, uh, I talked and, to a uh, that's, that's part of, part of the, uh, the humanity. There's, there's no doubt. Uh, Joseph, as always, right. great to hear your voice. I'm going to scoot right, here and, uh, and get a couple more in before the break, okay? Great, thanks. Take thanks, care. Thanks, Joseph. Let me go to Eileen. Eileen, you are next on Night Saga. Right ahead. Good evening. I'm Hi, Eileen. Welcome. Sort of have a strange reaction to all of this. I think there's a, there's a lot of hyperbolic reaction to something that is relatively minor in this country. Only 0.4% of the American population would would seek an abortion in any given year. That's an interesting number. By the way, I got to get you to talk directly into your mouthpiece phone because okay. either, you're not, I know you're not on a speakerphone, right? No, no. Well, just move that mouthpiece right so that we can hear you nice and clearly. Go ahead. Only 0.4% of the American population would seek an abortion in any given year. And that number has been decreasing. Mm -hmm. So that's a half of 1%, right? Right. And you have all this reaction by so many people. It just amazes me that this, this a thing that affects so few people can cause so much damage to our country. Hmm. Um, that's that's interesting. Um, when you when you cite that that number, that means I'm trying to do the math here. I, I, um, seven hundred thousand abortions a year. Seven hundred thousand is the number. Okay, and it's been coming down, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, it's funny when you when you say it's a point four percent. It's you, you think about that as being okay, not a huge number. But when you say seven hundred thousand, I mean that's that's why they say seven hundred thousand rather than point four percent. No, I know that right. But I mean seven hundred thousand when you think about it um, are 
10 Gillette stadiums to fill to yep. capacity. But with all the all the means of birth control, morning after pill, and everything else, that's another issue that says why are we? Why is it even still a problem? Well, of course, birth control pill, or rather, birth control in the morning after pills now, which are available on most college campuses, as I under, or in many college campuses, you just get up and go down, and then a lot of abortions. And you sound like you know the numbers here. I've been I've read today that fifty to fifty five, maybe even as high as sixty percent of abortions in this country are done pharmaceutically, meaning someone just goes and, and gets a prescription and and the and the drug, the abortion pill is mailed to them, correct? Right. So my question is on an issue that affects really such a small percentage of our population, why are we letting it rip apart it's all marketing, rip apart the, this country? Well, I don't know. Let's see if maybe some people will have a better answer for it. I mean, obviously, it affects more than just that individual person. So if you're talking about 700,000 people who get abortions, how many people considered them but didn't get them? Um, for To have um, a, a pregnancy, you need two people. So you can double that number right away. Uh, and then if you start talking about their close family members, maybe it has a greater impact uh, demographically than than we think. Could be. Could but be. here's the other question. When you, when you talk about our bodies ourselves, yep. a woman has made two choices when she has before she has an abortion. The choice to have sex and the choice to have unprotected sex. So you have you gave up control of your body with those two choices. To a certain degree. And that's that. I I'm glad you made that argument and not me, Eileen. <laughs> Let me put it like that. I'm a woman. I can make it, but I mean, <laughs> you got what it, I'm you saying got it. is, so I'm going I'm going to listen to your argument. Then <laughs> I'm going to say, yeah. thank you. You made some great points. Thank you so much for your call. Some, yeah, I just I just am really saddened that there is so much despicable angst and so much yeah. bad behavior over this issue. I hear you. You've made your points no very, very well. There's no reason for this. Have you called before? Is this your first call? Yes. Yeah, no, second call. Well, I'm looking forward to your third. Thanks, Eileen. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a great night. Coming back on Nightside right after this. Now back to Dan Ray, live from the Window World Nightside Studios on WBZ News Radio. Let's keep rolling here. Going to go to Jay in Medford. Jay in Medford, you are next on Nightside. Yeah, there's nothing better than eating pizza and listening to you, Dan, talk about a very <laughs> controversial topic. Uh, so, you're making me hungry here. <laughs> <laughs> so I will try to be as, as succinct as possible because I know there's other calls. Sure. Uh, and uh, first of all, I want to say that Justice Alito said that abortion was a moral issue, and I agree with that. It should be a moral issue, not a political one. And I, as a libertarian, I like this decision. I mean, of course, I'm pro-life, but I really like this decision as a libertarian because govern, like you said, I think you've said it before, govern, government governs best closest to the people. Sure. And I don't want a world uh, abortion police, UN running it, and I don't want a federal uh, police, abortion police running it. It's, be it's better left to states and localities. Uh, second thing is Senator Warren uh, accused the... Uh, the conservative justices, and that's that aggravates me. Sometimes you say that too, and I don't think you mean to do it. But you know, they shouldn't be conservative or liberal. They should just, just you know, 
look at the the document that they're judging and then read it and interpret it, but not call them liberal conservative. Cause they no, I understand that, but, but there are justices, <laughs> first of all, when they are nominated by a certain president, if there is a, uh, a justice nominated by a Bill Clinton or uh, a Barack Obama, um, you know, think, think Stephen Breyer, think Elena Kagan, um, think um, Sonia Sotomayor, they tend to be liberal justices because they have been nominated by liberal presidents and conservative right. justices as well. I understand the point you're making. And it was right. John Roberts who said there are no such thing as conservative justices and liberal justices or conservative judges and liberal judges. But, but, it's interesting the way that lined up today, didn't it? Correct. Yeah, correct. And so, you know, obviously, you know, he said, they, she, she said that they imposed their moral views on, on the country. But if you think about it, all laws are someone's morals, right? Sure. And yeah. At least the at least the you know the founders of our country, the documents. Yeah. And the thinking well, well, thou shalt not murder is is a um, is, yeah. is a is a moral judgment. Exactly, and so obviously they weren't calling for a theocracy, and neither are we. But they did believe that the the moral underpinnings of our country was due to due, the Judeo Christian ethic, and so there there is a moral foundation to our, our history. And so someone's morals are going to dictate the, 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 the scene. So we have to decide. Uh, and obviously, and then the founders didn't want the church to be a theocracy, but they did want people that believed in God, or at least believed that there was a moral foundation to our country, to inform the government. They yeah. didn't want a theocracy, but they want us to inform No, I, I think you've characterized that very, very well, very effectively, Jay. Um, and, you know, and, and I have four sisters. Right? Four sisters. I love them dearly, and as as part of the church i believe that you know there's a it's it's not easy for a woman to come to the decision whether to have a child or to to come to the abortion there's many things that go into it so we have we will take the criticism as pro-lifers we have failed to some degree and we want to do better we want to love these people we don't hate them i don't hate people that get abortions or, or are thinking of getting we want to do better to help you and live out the message and hope that jesus uh, has has provided the world that there is forgiveness. There is a there is a way, and so we want to. All right. On, on that point, I, on that point, I got to let you run because I got packed <laughs> lines you, here. Okay. Thank you, man. Appreciate it, Jay. Thank, thank you very you. much. Appreciate it. Let me go to Bob in Hopkinton, Massachusetts. Bob, you are next on Nightside. Go right ahead, sir. Oh, okay. You're doing a great job as usual, Dan. Thank you. Uh, especially on such a controversial topic, you're maintaining your reason theme on the I'm program. Trying. <laughs> I'm trying. Okay. Now, I don't know, I, I'm not a real frequent caller, I'm an infrequent caller, but uh, every once in a while I call, last time was the first week in May, and you may recall that I challenged you when I said, I believe sooner or later, Roe versus Wade will fall. Yep, well, you, you, said you turned out you to be correct. Right? I think once that decision, that draft opinion was released, I think most of us kind of came to that conclusion as well, but I certainly, for many, 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 many years thought that it was a uh, it had become settled law by virtue of the fact that it had, it had been around for now well 49 plus years 
felt that way. And I actually challenged you in the first week of May, which was before the thing was leaked. And I asked you if you'd give me a, 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 a Dan Ray T-shirt if I was right. And you said, no, you can go ahead and get one. And I did. I got two of them. I got one for my wife and one for myself. They were $20 now. The price has gone up. No, they're about well, 20 bucks, right? Yeah, 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Okay, yeah, but they're shipping, great T-shirts. And you've also contributed yep. to the Shadow Fund. That's right. And they are nice T-shirts. And we're going to get my wife to go on her uh, Facebook, and then we'll send you copies. I would uh, love that. I would absolutely them. love that. Bob, thank thank yep, you very much for yep. f- for calling yep. and being such a loyal listener, okay? Well, let me give you a couple of quick things. If you're okay, we got less than a minute. Go ahead. Because you got two T-shirts, I'm not going to cut you off. But, <laughs> but we got less than a minute. Go. Okay. I met my wife today at the hospital. Okay. Now, it bothers me that these people are promoting abortion as health care. It's not health care. It's murdering an unborn child. It is racist. My wife is black. And as you had pointed out in our last conversation, there's a high percentage of people having abortions who are black women. Okay. That's correct. And anybody that says they're a practicing Catholic and they support abortion, have an abortion, or participating in abortion. They are not Catholics. If you look at Catholic theology, they are automatically excommunicated. It doesn't take a bishop to excommunicate them. The theology says, if you do this, it's an ex- automatic excommunication. Right. And one thing I did, I did respect, even though I never agreed with them, back in the day, Bill Baird, who said, I'm for abortion, any time, any reason, no reason at all, sex selection, but at least he didn't pull this baloney about abortion is health care yeah. or you okay. know, pro-choice, use the euphemism. Bob, Bob what I, I'm, like I'm way past my break. I got pro- my producer yelling in my ear, so I got to let you go. But thank you for your call. Thank you for your kind comments, and thanks for getting those nice side uh, T-shirts. Thank I'll you, Dan. Have a good night. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate Take it. Take care. We will continue with this on the other side. I'll make a decision um if you want to continue to talk about this, light these lines up, because normally we go to a 20th hour. I think we're going to stick with this. Coming back on Nightside. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.